Welcome to the Just Sports Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Just Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Will Gardner. Today, it's episode 65, but this is not your normal, typical Just Sports Podcast episode. This is not just episode 65. This is the second annual Just Sports Podcast NFL Mock Draft. Yes. We are back with our mock draft. We did this last year. We had a great group. And to be quite honest with you, I think it was one of our best episodes we've ever done. Very, very fun. Very enjoyable for us. And I'm sure, I'm sure you guys loved it. Of course, of course. But we are back and we have some new people being thrown into the mix. Of course, you have your familiar faces, but we have some new people being thrown into the mix as well. So let me run it down for you guys here real quick. This is our mock draft. This is live. We have not shared who we're going to pick with each other. We do not know who each other, are, who you know, we're going to pick. So this is completely not on the fly because we are prepared, but this is completely live going, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So basically, we're going through the entire first round, all 32 picks. No trades, no draft day trades. We have the most current, the most recent draft order is the one we're using, but we're not going to do any trades. That would just further complicate things more than they already are. Joining me today, there are four gentlemen, so five, including myself. We have di- we have divided the teams up as evenly as possible between the five of us, and each of us will become the GM for the day for about four or five NFL franchises. So as I introduce our guests here today, I will be sure to tell you who they're drafting for. So you have me. I'm your host, Will Gardner. I am drafting for the Seattle Seahawks, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Philadelphia Eagles, Washington Commanders, and Minnesota Vikings. Keep in mind, these teams are completely randomized. We did like a random selection tool thing to select all these. Of course, joining me for our mock draft today is my co-host, Charlie Grace. Charlie is drafting for the Houston Texans the New York Jets, and the New York Giants. Only three teams for Charlie, but he has five yeah, of the first I ten picks in this draft. I got, yeah. I got the, you know, the bad side of the hay. Got a little hay needles in my stack. It's, um, you know, a, as they say, you put in love, you put in work, and you only get, you know, more work and more hate. <laughs> so, you know, we'll bounce back from this, but it's a bad look by Will. But at the end of the day, we'll bounce back. Charlie's always on me about this stuff but Charlie actually has the equal amount of picks as all the other of us and Charlie actually has the more important picks as all of his picks are in the top 15 so Charlie has his work cut out for him today also joining me he was with us for our last mock draft if you remember all the way back to 2021 it is Raj Shaw Raj will be drafting for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Green Bay Packers, Jacksonville Jaguars, New England Patriots, Baltimore Ravens, and Tennessee Titans. Raj, how are we feeling today? Uh, it's great to be on the show again, and I'm excited to do the NFL or the JSP mock draft. Let's go. Very excited as well. Joining me as he has a lot lately. Newest member of the Just Sports podcast, Neil Polakat. Neil is drafting for the hometown Detroit Lions, Los Angeles Chargers, Buffalo Bills, Carolina Panthers, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Neil, how are we doing today? What's up, boys? I don't, I don't know why you gave the Lions to the one non-Lions fan here, but I'm pretty hyped for this. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I, unfortunately, Neil did not get the luck of getting the Packers, unfortunately. But I'm sure he will have some words for whoever's drafting for the Packers, which I is... Will. Which is... I'm scared. Who is drafting? It's, it's Raj, yeah. So Raj better be careful, or else I'm sure Neil will be all over his back about his pick. And last but certainly not least, making his Just Sports podcast debut, good friend of mine, Nate Carlson. Nate is drafting for the Arizona Cardinals... Atlanta Falcons, Dallas Cowboys, Cincinnati Bengals, and New Orleans Saints. Nate, how are you doing today? I'm good. Well, I'm I'm so excited to be here. You know, I just I'm gonna have an electric debut. I can guarantee it. And oh, yeah. these picks are breezy, so it's gonna be clean. Let's hope so. I'm sure it's gonna be absolutely fantastic. So let's not waste any more time, boys. I believe that Mr. Raj Shaw is on the clock. The number one pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. With the first pick in the 2022 JSP mock draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trayvon Walker, defensive lineman, Georgia. Uh, yep. Okay. Let him get. Hey, hey. Everybody, right. everybody mute. Okay. Everybody mute. Right. Well, I'm not that muted. Guy. That kid is dog. No, no, we gotta hear the explanation. Let, let's. I see don't even want to hear the explanation. explanation. Now, nah. Charlie, 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 Charlie. There's order to this, Raj. We will give. I'm sure we will give our opinions after because we, we seem very, very enthusiastic about this topic. But Raj, please, please go ahead. All right. Basically, for bottom line is the Jacksonville Jaguars suck, okay? They are the worst team in the NFL, all right? When you, when you suck, you have to have a strong foundation on your team. Trayvon Walker is 6'5", 272 pounds, and he's been rising in draft boards all, all across the nation, okay? Trayvon Walker is the pick for Jacksonville. Defensive lineman, he's huge, and I believe that he's going to be a real playmaker out in the 2022-2023 NFL season. Bro, why would you take, like, the fourth-best edge yeah, rusher he's... in the draft? I believe in him. I don't know. He, he's better than Hutchinson. He's better than Hutchinson and Thibodeau? We'll see. I was right about my, we'll last, okay. my picks last year. I was right about a few picks last year. Bro, I think... that, but, like, that doesn't make any sense. Those guys have been hyped up all year. He's not Trayvon wrong. Trayvon Walker, Walker has been rising in the draft. Course. Yeah, he has been rising, and... I've looked at tapes, okay? I've I've looked at the yeah, stats. He's been he, rising to top ten. He has been rising to number one. No, I've seen multiple with him at number one, Charlie. Yeah, but those people are the ones that you're like, oh, this guy sucks. That is true. That is true. Now Trayvon Walker, he's not as good at the moment as Thibodeau or Hutchinson. Or honestly, I don't even think he's as good as the other Georgia Bulldogs in this draft that are potential first round, Jordan Davis or Nicobe Dean. But he has an extremely high ceiling and I don't think it's a terrible pick. I think Trayvon is a top 10 pick, but at number one, I have to agree with the boys here. It's kind of ridiculous. I was definitely thinking Hutchinson. They got to take some risks. And I mean, as you said, he has a high ceiling. And right now, they just have a high ceiling. They can't go down. Like, there's no bother. Honestly, taking taking him number one is that's just like a Jaguars move. I feel like they would do that just (laughs) just for their front office, honestly. Maybe Raj was just getting into the spirit of the Jacksonville Jaguars. That brings up a point before we move on to the second overall pick. This draft, like, I've seen multiple multiple mock drafts and even doing some mock drafts of my own. 
it's it varies so largely across the board. Like you have guys in some mock drafts who go in the twenties and the tens, who in other mock drafts are top five, just like Trayvon Walker. So really, last year I think we had a set order. Like everyone knew Trevor Lawrence was going to be number one. Everyone knew that Fields and Zach Wilson were going to be somewhere up there too. But this year we really don't know. So yeah. that's what I'm super excited to see as we continue yeah. this mock draft. And we've already seen something crazy here. Yeah, I want to add in like yeah, QBs right now like this is one of, this is one of the few like special drafts where QBs. I mean, they're not con- the consensus picks, and mo- it's mostly just like defensive players that are the first few picks. So it's gonna be interesting to see where these guys land. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna move on here. Neil owns the second overall pick. The Detroit Lions are on the clock. With the second pick in the 2022 JSP mock draft, the Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchinson, edge from Michigan. I mean, it feels like the obvious pick here. He's a hometown guy, right? And he's, he has the low, he has the highest floor of any player in this draft, I'd say. And the Lions definitely need an edge. Their defense last year is pretty miserable. Probably one of the one of the maybe the worst in the league. And he's a hometown guy. He's going to fit really well in the Dan Campbell scheme. I like him a lot. I'm a Michigan fan. I love the guy. I think he'll be a, he'll, he'll be a stud. He'll be very good in the league. I don't know. Number two pick really worthy in other years, but I think he's the best player in this draft. I feel like he almost fell into your lap here. I think Aiden Hutchinson is probably the most polished player in the draft at the moment. I think Aiden Hutchinson, like his ceiling is not top five in this draft, but at the moment, he's probably the best player in the draft at the moment. Mm -hmm. Charlie? Not opposed yeah, to this one? Yeah, I mean, it, it, this is just like the Trevins, Trevor Lawrence of last year. should be obvious unless there's a dude like Raj running the Jags. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, this is what everyone in Detroit wants. And I, I'm not too hot on the guy because, you know, I feel like he doesn't have a crazy big ceiling. It's just more of a floor guy. And, I mean, that's, that's great to have, but it's not like the Lions are in any position to be, like, good right now. And I feel like you, you almost want more – raw guys like I'd rather almost get someone who just has him you know it's just more of an upside but you know it's it's the easy pick for the Lions here is there's not really much other you could do except for I would say maybe someone else but you know that might be my future pick I was thinking maybe a quarterback honestly for them a little bit to be honest. I was thinking Sauce Gardner but I think I mean Hutchinson's mm. got to be the pick there yeah yeah for sure Nate you had something to add yes you know being a guy who watches a lot of Michigan games I've seen this guy you know, I know what he's about. He is a guy you can rally around, and I think that's something the Lions defense needs desperately. That's why I think that pick is so good. You know, you've got a, a solid player who can come in and make an impact. Great pick. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I, I just want to add, like, yeah, I think uh, a, a, a solid, decent-ish season could be in the cards for the Lions next year, maybe like a 7-10 and 10 season. You know, pretty good for Lions. Lions fans or and the Lions in general. So I think it's important to have like a good cornerstone. And I think Aiden Hutchison could be that guy. Raj, let me ask you before we move on. What made you not go with Hutchinson? All right. I know he's basically like the consensus consensus pick on like a bunch of draft bo- draft boards, but I think that the Jacksonville Jaguars need someone who can like get if they if they get lucky or not lucky, but if Trayvon Walker proves himself, he could be like one of the better one of probably one of the best rookies in the entire league, hundred percent. And Aiden Hutchinson is like terrific, but I just think that I don't know. I feel like it's just kind of a toss up for me because 
the Jacksonville Jaguars need that up, like that insane, crazy upside if they want to do anything next year. So that's basically why. Yeah, I, I, agree, I, I agree that he definitely has higher upside, but I don't trust the Jaguars coaching to get that upside out of him, honestly. I just, I don't trust that organization. I feel like he could be a stud on most teams, but I just I don't trust the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of one thing. But I mean, I'm drafting just who I think is could be better. But you know, yeah, Jacksonville's they still suck. So you know, <laughs> absolutely. We're gonna move on here to the third overall pick, which is whole, which is held by Charlie Grace. Charlie, the Houston Texans are on the clock. Well, with the third pick in the 2022. Just Sports Podcast Mock Draft, the Houston Texans select Kyle Hamilton, safety from Notre Dame. Ooh. Charlie. Big Notre Dame guy. Yeah, I mean, big to me, this this uh this draft isn't insanely stacked, and to me, I see him as the second best player in the draft behind Hutchinson. And so I, I just think the Texans the Texans should just be going. They, I mean, the Texans are really not a very deep, talented team, and so I think they should just be going for whoever just falls into the the best player available. So to me, that's Kyle Hamilton at the spot. I mean, he has one of the best, you know, defensive IQs I've seen. I mean, he can read balls. He's just insanely fast too. Even though he had a injury this season, he still was um, able to prove his dominance at the beginning of the season. And I still see him as a the top three player in the draft for sure. Charlie, I, I I love this pick actually. I had a couple of the later picks like the nine and eleven. I was actually targeting Kyle Hamilton because a ton of mock drafts had him dropping, and I don't really think that's fair. He's an absolute unit on the field, a little bit like Isaiah Simmons, but I feel like he's more of a safety than Isaiah Simmons is. But he has <laughs> that versatility. He's not as big, and I mean maybe not as fast, but. He's just got such an IQ to be a safety. I can see him being a top five safety for so long just because of how smart he is. Absolutely. And for the Texans, they definitely need a safety. And also, Texans do hold the 13th pick as well. So if you're Houston, obviously there's a lot of other issues to address, especially on the offensive side. I think at 13, they can still get that done. And they get an absolute stud in Kyle Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton. Um, that's just what I think, guys. What do we think about this? I agree with that. I think Honestly, I think Kyle Hamilton... He, he has the potential to easily become the best player in this draft. I think he might be the best player in the draft right now. He's an absolute – I mean, if you watch film on him, he's, he's insane. He obviously is a slow 40 time, but he obviously, as Charlie said, his IQ is crazy. He makes amazing plays. He can read offenses so well. I think, honestly, he has the potential to be like a camp chancellor, something like – he could be mm-hmm. one of the best safeties in the NFL. But the thing is, obviously, safeties usually aren't taking this high just because they don't – have that much of an impact on the game as other positions like end and quarterback. But I think it's a great pick. This guy, he he's a stud. Absolutely. Yeah, to, yeah, to I add on to that, it's like, the thing is, I agree with what you're saying because he's like, you know, he's he's good and all, but this is, I know we're not trading, but you could definitely, you know, trade down. Uh, people like Thibodeau are still really highly sought out. And, um, you know, you could, I know we're not trading, but you could trade down, you know, I, I could see the Texans really want this guy trading down a little bit and still being able to get him, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Raj? Uh, yeah, I just want to say, yeah, last year, the Texans' defense was basically Swiss cheese. Like, they let everything through. So having a guy back there who it could potentially be one of the best players is just really important for them. So, yeah, I think it's a good pick. Okay, we're going to move on to the fourth overall pick, which is held by Charlie and the New York Jets. So the New York Jets 
are on the clock. It's electric. With the fourth pick in the 2022 Just Sports Podcast, Just Sports Podcast mock draft, the New York Jets select Kayvon Thibodeau, Edge, Oregon. So, to me, to me, I mean, again, this is another team not very deep at all. And um, I could totally see the Texans going down this route, taking Thibodeau. To me, I mean, honestly, I would just see it. I mean, but I think the Jets are just really in need of that presence on the end. They really just need a guy to, you know, do something for them. I think he could be a total star. And so that's just the best player available again. And I think the Jets need that someone like him. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think um, he's probably as he has one of the highest upsides of any edge, and I think that especially because the coach is Robert Sala, I think they can definitely get the most out of him. I think he can be a stud there. Yeah, not much to say here. I like this pick. I think Thibodeau's been falling down a lot of people's draft boards, and I don't think that's fair. I, honestly, a couple weeks ago, a lot of us thought he'd be in contention for number one pick. So I think at four, this is good value for a guy like Thibodeau. And we will move on to the fifth pick. It is three in a row for Charlie Grace. Charlie, the New York Giants are on the clock. The New York Giants might actually need a minute because my draft board is a little stuffed now. The New York Giants need a minute, folks. They need a minute. They... Oh, never Roger mind. Goodell... Never oh, mind. oh never he's mind. back. He's back. I messed up. Here we go. With the fifth pick in the 2022 Joe Sports Podcast mock draft, the New York Giants select Evan Neal, Alabama offensive tackle. To me, this is another really um, highly talented player in the draft, and the Giants are just in need of, like, I mean, we saw what happened when Saquon was healthy last year. They just got absolutely bulldozed on the line. And to me, Neil stands out as by far the best uh, tackle in the draft. And, you know, the Giants, a lot of times they'll, they'll take a, a really big jump at the fifth pick. They, they, they took a random guy. I mean, he wasn't a random, but he definitely Andrew wasn't. Thomas. Yeah, Andrew Thomas. And then they took Daniel Jones. I think, I mean, I would be shocked if they actually take Evan Neal. They'd probably take um, whatever. that uh, They'd probably take Penning from Northern Iowa if they take anyone. Just because they'd probably just, I don't know. But to me, this is a clear best offensive lineman. I think just, this is who the Giants need, really. Yeah, the Giants aren't necessarily the greatest drafters in history, but I, th- this would be a really good pick for them. Evan Neal has the potential to be the best player in this draft class for sure. And I think he's the best offensive lineman as well. People have been putting the guy from NC State, and I'm not going to pronounce his name at the moment because I know I'm going to botch it, but they've been putting him above Neal, and I don't think that's fair. I think Neal. He showed off his agility, which I think is a huge thing for him. In his pro day, he looked fantastic. So, yeah, I think Neil's the best O-lineman in the draft. I think this is a great pick for the Giants. Yeah, I think Neil definitely has the highest upside of an O-lineman. Like, he's a freak. He, I don't know his exact height and weight, but he's, he's enormous. It, but the only issue is that people are saying his technique's a little off. I, I, I could be an issue, but I feel like if he can become, like, if he can get his technique down, just because of his size, he could be so good in the league. Absolutely, absolutely. 
And like this is a you know you've got a big you've got a big name like Saquon Barkley. You know you're supposed to be protecting and you know who's really supposed to put up really good numbers every year and he's been hurt. So this is really you know this pick is also kind of like a statement saying hey you know we're we've got a good running back here and we're gonna do our best to you know make sure he can perform at the highest level. Yeah, actually, I think that that's the perfect name for it, Nate. You nailed it on that. A statement pick. I love that. Absolutely. We're going to turn yeah, to... I, I oh, Raj, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I'm, I was just saying, yeah, I think he's right on the mark there. It's a good pick. Absolutely. We're going to turn to Neil Polkat for his first pick in the mock draft. Neil. Second pick. The Carolina... The oh. oh, yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, sorry. I, I mixed you up. I mixed you up. Second pick. My apologies. Neil, the Carolina Panthers are on the clock. With the sixth pick, the 2022 JSP mock draft, the Carolina Panthers select Charles Cross, tackle for Mississippi State. So, first off, I'm going to tell you why I took an O-lineman. So, obviously, they had terrible quarterback play last year, Sam Darnold, but I don't think it was all his fault. They had arguably the worst O-line in the league last year, and Christian McCaffrey, they got to protect him. He keeps getting hurt. I, offensive line should be their pick. I took Charles Cross because I think over over Aquanu because I think Cross is probably the best pass protector in this draft, and I think pass protection is what they need more than run protection because they. I mean, I think they should give Sam Darnold another chance. I don't think he's very good, but I think they definitely need to protect him at least. And also, it's also because um, McCaffrey he comes out of the backfield so much. I feel like Charles Cross could be an absolute menace on screen plays for him. I like him a lot. I think yeah, I think this is where the Panthers should go. Absolutely. I do also love Charles Cross. He's fantastic. His body control is one thing on the line that really stands out. He's able to kind of like contort himself. He has great hands, powerful hands as well, which in the NFL is going to translate really, really well because you have these incredibly quick guys off the edge and being able to contort your body and have powerful hands is, you could argue, is the most important thing for an offensive lineman, a pass protect offensive lineman. So I love I, I love this pick as well. I, I've loved the last... Five picks, to be honest. I think this was fantastic as well. This goes back to the same thing I was saying about the last pick. It's it's another, you know, we've got CMC in the backfield. We're going to do what we can to help him perform and protect him. And, yeah, maybe it'll help Sam Darnold. I have a feeling this is probably his last year as a starter anyway. Um, Darnold's been very rough. But, I mean, this is, you know, this is just kind of, you're not going to win this year, so you're, you know, solidifying one thing and moving on. Absolutely. Well, we're going to head on back to our good friend here, Charlie Grace. Charlie, the New York Giants are on the clock again. Yep. With the seventh pick in the 2022 Just Sports Podcast mock draft, the New York Giants select Jermaine Johnson, edge from Florida State. To me, I was looking at a lot of potential picks here just because the Giants, again, not a very loaded roster. And obviously, I was looking to take Walker, um, but Raj was um, doing his thing there. So I go yep. Jermaine Johnson. I think he's the best available edge here, and I think the Giants have to build their trenches. A lot of people always say go for a quarterback, which I think there's a chance they take a quarterback. But I think the most important you got to build the edge or the the trenches because those positions not only last the longest in the league out of like the 
the main positions, but they also are the foundation of your team and just really build the team. And I think Jermaine Johnson, the best available edge here, provides a you know great IQ and just a great balance to, for the whole defense. I'm not so sure he's the best edge here, and is this a little bit of a reach? Um, I think it's a I think it's a little bit of a reach. I love Jermaine Johnson. I was watching some of his film earlier today. He's a he's a freak. He's an absolute athlete, and he's he's going to be a fantastic edge, no doubt. But seventh, I feel is a little bit too high for Jermaine Johnson personally. I definitely agree. This is probably this is either a late first round or early second pick for me. I feel like going. I feel like this is definitely just reaching for a position, just for a position. I feel like honestly, George Karuflis is a little bit better than him, and I think they'd be mm-hmm. better off taking one of the cornerbacks here. Personally, I feel like that would help him more. This guy, I, I don't. I'm not too high on Jermaine Johnson, honestly. And with that, we move on to Nate Carlson's first pick. In this mock draft, Nate, the Atlanta Falcons are on the clock. All right, with the eighth pick in the 2022 Just Sports Podcast mock draft, the Atlanta Falcons select Jamison Williams, wide receiver from Alabama. Um, look, there's a lot of great things about this guy. He ran a 4-2-5. He's a you know, great deep ball threat. He's a Kick return as well. He's got the whole the whole deal, the whole combo deal. That's just makes him so great. Wow, Jameson Williams at eight. Listen, Nate, Nate, Nate. I understand it. I understand it. Jameson Williams is a fantastic wide receiver, and yes, the Falcons need a wide receiver. But personally, I would take Garrett Wilson above him. I personally, I put Garrett Wilson above Jameson Williams. Also, Jameson. Had the had the injury, of course. Jalen Waddle last year had the injury, and he was absolutely fine. But you you can't mm-hmm. assume that this guy's going to be fine. Is uh, personally, I feel like eight is a reach for Jameson Williams, and I I feel like there are better players available at this moment. Honestly, I disagree. I think this is a pretty perfect pick. I mean, obviously, wide receivers are need to go for, but I, I I'm really high on Jameson Williams. I like him a lot. He's an amazing deep threat, and getting him for Mariota, I think with him. And someone like Cordell Patterson, that offense is going to be a little bit dangerous next year. I, I like this pick a lot. Yeah, I truly think you can go for any wide receiver in this class. A lot of people have London one or Wilson. I mean, personally, I think Wilson is uh, the top. But I think Jameson Williams also has a ton of potential. As we've seen, almost there's almost every single Alabama wide receiver has turned out great in the NFL besides Henry Ruggs. So I would just say, you know, it's a fine pick and. They need a wide receiver, and that's a great pick there. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, right, right. One more, one more thing I want to add, too. Okay. One more. Okay. One more thing. Oh, yeah. But I just want to add that, yeah, I think like wide receiver is the right pick here. But um, all I'm going to say is that I don't know how Marcus, Marcus Mariota is going to do on the Falcons. It's been a while since he's really been a starter. So it'll be interesting. I just want to say it's interesting to see what he's going to do next year. Nate, you wanted to add something? I did, I did, I did. Um, you know, the one thing, you know, everybody raved about the Ohio State Big Three. Um, and, you know, they were great. But Jameson Williams was, you know, arguably a a one-man show for the, you know, for the Tide. He just, he dominated on all assets. Or on, on all facets. So that's why. Okay. 
Well, it is my turn with the ninth overall pick, Will Gardner. The Seattle Seahawks is on the are on the clock with the ninth overall pick in the 2022 JSP NFL Mock Draft. The Seattle Seahawks select Ikem Egwonu, tackle from NC State. To be honest with you, this is not the guy I was targeting at the ninth overall pick. He just fell into my lap. Honestly, I did not think he was going to be here at this moment. Personally, I was targeting a guy like Malik Willis or Ahmad Gardner, who are still available. But I feel like with Ekwonu falling to number nine, this is just too good of a player to pass up on, especially considering the Seattle Seahawks desperately need an O-line. That's one of their biggest holes. If they want to run the ball with Carson and Penny, they're going to need to fix that O-line. Also, I do think the Seattle Seahawks are committed to Drew Locke. And I think maybe that's not the greatest choice for them, but I do get a sense they are committed to Drew Locke. So with this pick, what they're saying is they're getting a great offensive lineman for the future, but also Drew Locke, you get one year. This is your chance. You were a former first-round pick. Show us why you were a former first-round pick. So Seattle, lots of holes. I mean, the cornerback situation, you totally could have gone to Maude Gardner here as well. But I just feel like this was too good to be true that Ekwonu fell to number nine. So henceforth, I took him. Yeah, I mean, not much to say. It's He's the best player at the best position for them probably. And they're in a rebuild stage. I think this is definitely a great pick. Okay. We will move on. Charlie, back on the clock. The New York Jets are on the clock. The Jets will be on the clock for a minute. Oh, they're they're using you're using up your you know you're like ten minutes. I will minute time. I will use I'll use on my uh, ten minute clock countdown starting now. Uh, I'll give you thirty seconds. T- uh, ten minutes, please. <laughs> Um, all right, all right. You know what? The Jets are ready. All right, the Jets here we go. Ready. All right, all right, the Jets are ready. Come on now. <sighs> Jets are ready. With the tenth pick, correct? Tenth pick. Yes, yes, correct. With the tenth pick in the Just Sports Podcast 2022 mock draft, the New York Jets select Garrett Wilson out of the Ohio State University. Uh, um, this was um. The, I mean, if not the number two, the number one receiver for me. And, yeah, the Jets need a ton of pieces. And I think getting someone like Wilson, just adding it to their offense, you know, trying to help out Zach Wilson is just a, a huge part. And, yeah, he could go a lineman here, but I really think um, they just they just really need a wide receiver. I don't really see much wide receiver death on their team at all. Uh, I Okay, I, I like the wide receiver pick. But, I mean, you have Ahmad Gardner and Derek Singley Jr. still on the board, and the Jets, they need a cornerback. They're not too, they're not weak there, but with if you have Ahmad Gardner seeing that you – what what pick is this, 11 or 10? 10. I don't know. I feel like you got to go with one of those stud cornerbacks. I, I do like Garrett Wilson, but if, if – I mean, Stingley and Ahmad Gardner are, are both falling here. I think those are probably the better picks. Yeah, but we've, we've heard – I've heard rumors about them. What, rumors about the cornerbacks? Um, I mean, uh, as a GM here, I've just heard, uh, you know, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. sources have been circling. and You know, I've heard some bad things about how they're not team players. They're very <laughs> self-focused. 
and we just really wanted the wide receiver. It worked out for us, honestly. Hmm. Honestly, I can see the Jets well, trading for Debo, though. That would kind of change that. Well, then they, they can get a stacked wide receiver room. There you go. <laughs> Um, I like this pick. Just like I was shocked to hear Charlie say the Ohio State being a Notre Dame and Michigan State man, but um, well, I was just yeah, saying. Besides that, call it. It's just that. Yeah. Hey, well, I wasn't the one who said Michigan State's a poverty school a couple weeks ago. <laughs> who I'm said gonna, that? Who I'm said not, that? I'm, what? I'm not going to reveal what happened at the bowling alley, but I mean, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Let's keep let's keep that on the down low. I don't know, man. Maybe we got a fake Any- fan here. I don't know. Anyways, anyways. We're going to move to the 11th pick. It is I. The Washington Commanders are on the clock. With the 11th pick in the 2022 JSP NFL Mock Draft, the Washington Commanders select Ahmad Gardner, cornerback from Cincinnati. Come on now. Ahmad Gardner at number 11. This is a steal. And considering Washington does need corners, I was targeting a guy like Kyle Hamilton at the spot, considering I was predicting he would fall. But Ahmad Gardner is an absolute steal. Ahmad Gardner is a fantastic player, arguably the best cornerback in this class. He allowed zero touchdowns throughout his entire collegiate career. A lot of people are comparing him to Richard Sherman, one of the greatest lockdown corners we've seen in the recent in you know recent years. He's a very tall, lengthy cornerback. And he is great with the press. This Washington defense, they love to have pressure. You mix Ahmad Gardner in on the outside with Chase Young and guys like Jonathan Allen on the inside. This is easily one of the best defenses in the entire NFL. Ahmad Gardner. And also, another thing to add that Ahmad Gardner brings off the field is confidence. This is a guy with some swag, with some confidence. He knows he knows he's got game, and he's not afraid to talk his talk. And I, I do feel that's what Washington needs at this moment. So, Ahmad Gardner to the Commanders. Yeah, I, I agree. This is just an absolute steal. I mean, I've seen Ahmad Gardner go, like, top eight picks sometimes, maybe even top five in a few, few drafts. So, yeah, I think this is definitely one of the greatest great picks of the draft because that's a steal. Yeah, I just can't believe he fell that far. That's wild. I mean, him and him and Stingley are pretty equal to me, but I, I definitely think Gardner he has a lot of upside. He's really good. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree. Uh, we're gonna move on to the twelfth pick, which is also held by myself. The Minnesota Vikings are on the clock with the twelfth pick in the twenty twenty two JSP NFL mock draft. The Minnesota Vikings select. Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback from LSU. So, I have the Vikings. I'm going back-to-back with corners. I just took Gardner. Now I'm taking Derek Stingley. I was looking at Trent McDuffie here. But Stingley falling this far, while it's not outside of the normal of what we've been seeing, I still think this is an absolute steal at the 12th overall pick to take a guy who, you know, even a couple weeks ago was projected to be top three. Derek Stingley Jr. is an absolute athlete on the outside. He's a fantastic corner. He's also great in you know tackling and run prevention as well. Derek Stingley Jr. is going to come into the Vikings, a team that very much so need defensive backs. Really, the Vikings, yes, they have a couple holes. Offensive line, defensive line as well need to be addressed. But with Stingley on the board at number 12, you need a corner. That's too good to be true. I feel like I just got two steals in a row. So Derek Stingley Jr. to the Minnesota Vikings. Man, there is no doubt that the Vikings got burnt last year. I mean, 
they're the ones. They're they're the corners of the guys who gave up that touchdown to the Lions to give them their first win. They're just. I, mean, I agree. They have a lot of problems that they need to address, but this is definitely one of them. So I'd say that's a pretty good pick. Yeah, if Stingley falls that far, they have to pick him. They need a cornerback, and Stingley. I love Stingley. I think he's all. I think him and Ahmad Gardner are equal. Like I just I said before, I think if he if he falls honestly like past ten, that'd be wild to me. Absolutely, absolutely. We're gonna go back to our good friend Charlie Grace. It is Charlie's last pick of the mock draft. We've heard from him a lot. Charlie Grace, the Houston Texans are on the clock. 13th pick in the Just Words Podcast mock draft. The Houston Texans select George Karloftis out of Purdue. Again, the Texans need defense. And th- this is another guy on the edge that will provide some pop to them. Another guy that will just, you know, hopefully change the face of that program and I think the Texans need to build up defense and that's the guy that I got from I like this pick you got your defensive back that you needed at number three with Kyle Hamilton yes could you go wide receiver here with a guy like Drake London sitting on the board yeah for sure you could but you're not going to go wrong with George Carl however you pronounce his last name uh Loftus. He's a fantastic edge rusher. He is, I think the right word to describe him as edge rusher would be mean. I mean, if you watch his film, he absolutely bullies offensive linemen. A little bit like J.J. Watt. A little bit, he's obviously nowhere near J.J. Watt at the moment, but a little bit of that kind of bull attitude. So I, I do like this pick here from Houston. Only thing I want to add is, you know, Houston coming into the draft is definitely one of the teams that could have been looking at a quarterback here. I know these quarterbacks are not as hyped up as uh, some of the other ones. and But, I mean, you know, you're talking about Malik Willis, maybe Kenny Pickett. I mean, this could be the time and the place to do it. So I'm not saying, you know, Carl Loftus is good in his own regard, but that could have been another option they could have looked at. I was yeah. actually just about to add that, yeah. We haven't seen I just, I just don't see, yet. like, I, I was actually thinking about taking them third or fourth for the Jets or Giants, but... Or for the, I mean, I was thinking I'm taking them third for the Texans, but then I was like, are you really going to spend? I mean, even the 13th pick on someone like Malik Willis that could turn out to be, you know, just another. I mean, I think he's going to be good, but quarterbacks are so risky, and especially taking someone, the first quarterback of like a very weak quarterback class this early, just, um, I mean, I don't know. I, f- I feel like if they want, they could trade and get him later in the first round. Just now, it just doesn't feel like there's there's a lot more talent up there. Yeah, absolutely. I think people have differing opinions on this year's draft class. Personally, I, I agree with Charlie. I think this is a weaker quarterback draft class. I think guys like Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett are second-half first-round quarterbacks, in my opinion. But a lot of people do have them in their top ten. It's just differing opinions. And looking at the draft board, I don't imagine, maybe we will, but I don't imagine we're going to see a quarterback taken for a quite a little bit here. So we will have to see what happens. We're heading over to Raj again. Raj, the Baltimore Ravens are on the clock. With the 14th pick in the 2022 JSP mock draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Tyler Linderbaum, Iowa, offensive line. All right, so basically, 
everyone knows that on the Ravens, Lamar Jackson is fine, all right? And basically, when you have a quarterback like that, a mobile QB who can make insane plays, you've got to have some sort of protection. Now, he can, he has shown that he's been able to dodge and weave past the uh, opposing defensive line. But I think getting a guy like Tyler, Tyler Linderbaum on the offensive line is just a um, – he can defend – Lamar Jackson, which is probably the most important thing the Ravens have to worry about right now. And I was looking at defensive line because defensive line is an issue the Ravens probably also need to address. But I feel like Tyler Linderbaum is probably better the next best defensive line. So that's why I picked him. Yeah, I think Linderbaum is the best center in this draft for sure. He's he's a fantastic player. We know Iowa, they pump out offensive linemen and tight ends. That's what they're known for. So I don't think you're taking a huge risk here, so I like this pick. I like it also, but I, I think he could have also definitely gone defensive lineman, especially after, you know, Zadarius Smith backed out of his deal. They don't have much depth there. Or cornerback, honestly. Their defense was not amazing last year. But I definitely think Linderbaum could be really good, and protecting Lamar Jackson is what they need to do. So I think it's a good pick. Yeah, I mean, this guy's pretty hyped up. And, you know, I do agree. There's guys like Jordan Davis on the board that, you know, they definitely would have helped the Ravens out. But... I mean, this guy is a great player, and he definitely will make, you know, be a solid piece on that O-line. Absolutely. Well, we'll move on here to the 15th pick, which is held by me. The Philadelphia Eagles are on the clock. With the 15th pick in the 2022 JSP NFL Mock Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Trent McDuffie, cornerback from Washington. The Eagles have quite a few holes. In the most urgent of the two, or the most urgent, are cornerback and wide receiver. The Eagles have gone, the last two drafts have drafted first-round wide receivers. Devontae Smith, we're still um, waiting to see how he pans out. And I think it's safe to say Jalen Rieger at the moment, unless he absolutely flips things around, is a bust. A lot of people thinking the Eagles are going to go a wide receiver here. But also note, the Eagles hold the 18th pick as well. So... No spoilers yet, but potentially something there. Trent McDuffie is a fantastic cornerback. I think he's the best corner left on the board at this moment. They lost Steven Nelson, their cornerback, to to free agency. They need a guy to line up with Darius Slay. McDuffie is absolutely perfect for that. People comparing him to J.R. Alexander. He's a very aggressive corner, great body control, and explosive towards the ball. Very similar to Darius Slay. Trent McDuffie and Slay will make a fantastic defensive back duo in Philadelphia. I'd say I, I like this pick actually. I um I definitely think cornerback is a need, is something they need. And McDuffie is a stud. I like him a lot. I think he's gonna be really good in the league. I yeah. I think this is this is probably what the Eagles should do. I doubt they will because they're really bad at drafting. But we'll, yes, we'll yes. see. We'll see. Nothing else. We will move on to. The 16th pick, which is held by Nate Carlson. Nate, the New Orleans Saints are on the clock. All right, with the 16th pick in the 2022 Just Sports Podcast uh, draft, the New Orleans Saints select Drake London out of USC. Uh, You know, this guy is just an all-around stud. Um, he's a big guy. He's like 6'3", 6'4", um, and he's going to make some big plays for that team, team that needs a wide receiver, needs some support for Jameis. Um, 
There's an argument for some other picks here. There's no doubt, but I do think this guy's fallen a little bit. Drake's fallen a little bit, and you know this this will really help him out. Yeah, I kind of wince there when you pick Drake London because a team that has the 18th pick may or may not have been looking at him. But nonetheless, yeah, this is a great pick. Drake London is the best wide receiver left on the board for sure. He's tall, very lengthy, which I think will fit James Winston perfectly, a little bit like Mike Evans, which he had a lot of success with in Tampa Bay. So I think mixing London with Jameis would be very, very good for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree with this pick here. Um, I think London will line up really, really nicely um, with Michael Thomas also on the team. I think it'll create – I mean, if, hopefully Michael Thomas is healthy. That's kind of been one of the big questions for the Saints. But um, if he is, I think this could definitely be one of the – a very, very intimidating uh, receiving room. So, yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I think this is definitely the right pick. The Saints definitely need a receiver. And I, I think this could really help Jameis Winston stock. I love him. I love Jameis Winston. I think with Michael Thomas and um, with Drake London, this this Saints offense is actually going to be very dangerous. With Kamara too, uh, this will be exciting. Absolutely. We're going to move on to Neil with the 17th overall pick. The Los Angeles Chargers are on the clock. With the 17th pick in the 2022 Just Sports Podcast mock draft, the Los Angeles Chargers select Bernard Rayman, 10 tackle from Central Michigan. So, the Chargers filled a lot of their big gaps in uh, the offseason, getting Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson to fill probably the two biggest holes. Now I think their their focus should definitely slide to protecting, um, protecting Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler. I think Bernard Raymond's probably the best offensive lineman left in the draft. And I honestly, I like him a lot. He has a ton of upside. He hasn't been playing football for very long, so I don't think all of his potential's there. And I think that the Chargers, I think this is the pick they should make. I'm a fan of this pick. I'm a fan of this pick because, yes, they need to protect Justin Herbert desperately. Also, I'm a fan of this pick. Now they pair Rayman with Rashawn Slater, who they took last year, who was absolutely fantastic for them. Having that young duo on the offensive line, having a young quarterback in Herbert behind, that is a core that I think any NFL coach would love to have. So I, I do like this pick from the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, yeah, I think I got to agree with that. I mean, everyone wants to see Justin Herbert succeed. And what's a better way than getting a shiny new offensive lineman to help him out? So, yeah. Absolutely. I mean that that the, the wide receiver core they have there with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen is insane. Um, and you know this is kind of while there are probably some other options for at offensive tackle here. You know, at the end of the day, you're getting a solid guy who's really gonna you know he's gonna come in, he's gonna play, and he's gonna you know really help Justin Herbert get to that next level that so many people have been expecting and waiting on. Um, yeah. Hold on, hold on. You don't think Justin Herbert has gotten to the next level? What what level does he have to go to? You know, I would argue, uh, you know, getting, you know, getting into like, you know, I mean, winning the division. What, what do you call that? <laughs> you know, a good level. I mean, that's what they kind of expect from this guy. I mean, it's. I mean. Well, they seven seed last year. You can't put it all on him. You can't put it all on. Did they not make it? He was he was fantastic. They didn't make it. They didn't make it. They didn't make it because his defense cannot make a stop. Listen, I think Justin Herbert is. If I'm 
making a tier list of quarterbacks in the NFL, he is on the top tier with guys like Rodgers and Mahomes, in my opinion. He yeah, is, is he ahead of them fantastic. or behind them? He's behind them. <laughs> he's behind them. Yeah, yes. But he's on the same level as them. And I think the only level he has to go up is being a winning playoff quarterback, I guess, would be the next level. But I don't, I don't think you can put Chargers not – Lack of success ne- ne- last year on Justin Herbert, personally. But a little off topic there. We'll, we'll circle back around here. To the 18th pick, which is held by me, the Philadelphia Eagles are on the clock. With the 18th pick in the 2022 JSP NFL Mock Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Chris Olave, wide receiver from Ohio State. I did allude... With the 16th pick, well, 15th pick, my apologies, that I will be taking a wide receiver here, and I did. And everybody and their mamas expect the Eagles to take a wide receiver with one of these two picks, and I think they will. Yes, the wide receiver core with Devontae Smith is solid. Rieger, not solid. So you get a guy with, like Alave, who I think will complement Devontae Smith very well. Smith is a lengthy Wide receiver, outside wide receiver. Alave, on the other hand, is a very quick, smaller, you could even put him in the slot wide receiver. And that is his main attribute. He had 936 receiving yards last year, but everyone is absolutely at awe with his speed. He ran a 4.3940, and that is what everybody wants to see. He gets great separation on cornerbacks. And I think with Jalen Hurts, a guy who has the ability to throw the deep ball, Chris Alave is absolutely perfect for him. Yes, I was looking at Drake London, but I am very, very happy to get Chris Olave at this spot. Yeah, wide receiver is definitely a need for them. I think it's a good pick. But also, I think that with this pick and the last pick, it kind of leaves a big hole at somewhere like interior defensive lineman with someone like Jordan Davis still being on the board because that's, that's a position where they really, really struggled last year. The defense was not amazing stopping the run. But I think definitely getting some weapons for Jalen Hurts, letting him prove himself, I think I think this could prove out to be the better pick, but we'll have to see. We'll go to the 19th overall pick, which is held by Nate. The New Orleans Saints are on the clock. With the 19th pick in the 2022 Just Sports Podcast draft, the New Orleans Saints select Trevor Penning, tackle, Northern Iowa. Uh, look, this guy is going to be a great, especially at that left tackle position. We were just hyping up this offense, you know, so much, uh, especially with, you know, the new acquisition of Drake London. And, you know, really, you're just taking this offense and you're bringing it to a whole new level. You're opening up so much more stuff for Jameis, for Kamara. And, I mean, this is really going to tie the team together. Yeah, I like I liked this pick for sure, for sure. Not, not much else to say, to be honest. Trevor Penning is... An absolute beast, and I, I like this pick. I, it just makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Just protect protect Jameis Winston, protect Alvin Kamara. Yeah. So we now get to a stretch here, guys. 2021-22, all held by the man, the myth, the legend, Raj Shaw. Will we see our first quarterback taken off the board, Raj? We'll have to wait Ooh, for just maybe. a moment to see. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. Well, Raj, the Pittsburgh Steelers are on the clock. With the 20th pick in the 2022 JSP Mock Draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select 
Kenny Pickett. QB. All right. Okay. Mitch Trubisky is booty cheeks. All right. I'm going to be honest. I do not believe in him at all. Okay. Mitch Trubisky cannot lead a, lead a team. People say, you know, maybe he wasn't brought up right. I think Mitch, Mitch Trubisky is terrible. Now, the Steel, last year, you know, I drafted Mac Jones for the Steelers. Will didn't really like that pick. Mac Jones. No, I up. didn't. But I take it back. I take it back. Yeah. Mac Jones is yeah, very yeah. good. I, I know. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a prophet. But I believe Kenny Pickett. He's a mobile QB. And I think that uh, Mike Tomlin could really develop him in the Steelers offense. I think – I can't believe – I mean, actually, eh, I think that Steelers are very needing of a QB. And the other teams, not as much. So, Kenny Pickett, I just think it's personally a great pick. They need a QB. And, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, buddy. You talk, you talk this rah-rah about Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky Kenny had absolutely no help in Chicago. He had an incompetent head coach in Matt Nagy. And you, you seem to forget, he was a very solid quarterback for one or two years in the middle there. And what, they were like a two or three? They were a high seed in the playoffs when they lost to Philadelphia on the double doink to no fault of Trubisky. Trubisky has the ability, and I think... In a Pittsburgh Steelers offense, you have Najee Harris, a nice dump-off option. They have playmakers on the outside, Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. Pat Fryermuth, a fantastic tight end if you need to throw it up in a situation. I could totally see Mitch Trubisky not flourishing on the Steelers, but becoming a solid NFL quarterback. So, yes, Kenny Pickett, homegrown guy, went to Pittsburgh, played at Heinz Field. It makes sense. I don't know. I feel like maybe go a different direction. Maybe offensive line, get a corner, perhaps. Steelers are in desperate need of yeah. defensive backs. Yeah, they have a lot of pools. But one thing that you mentioned about Najee was that I feel like Najee, they cannot overwork him because Najee, he's a great player. And if they know that it's going to go to Najee, I mean, like 20, 25 times a game, it's going to be kind of hard. It's They're going to kind of box him in. So having Kenny, Kenny Pickett, having that mobile QB can definitely – distract defenses first of all and then just take some of that load off of Najee Harris which can help both of them just stay uh in the league longer and keep playing at high high efficiency yeah I like I like the quarterback pick but I think I think you went with the wrong guy honestly mm. I think I think Malik Willis is a little bit better than him and I'm a little I think I think Malik Willis is de- pretty clearly the best quarterback in this draft with his athleticism I mean you see how far he can throw he's amazing it's like the only reason to pick Pickett maybe because He's a hometown guy, but I mean, I think Malik Willis, Malik Willis definitely has more upside. I, I like, I think Malik Willis should definitely go here. Yeah, I know. I was, I was actually going between that. That, that was that what that long pause was about. Mm-hmm. But I just mm-hmm. go with my gut, and I think it's Pickett. I, I agree with, I, I agree with Pickett. You know, I think Pickett fits. He's a hometown guy, and he fits with this the scheme that they have. Trubisky, I don't think he fits with, you know, the scheme. You've got all these guys. You know, running around, you've got some pretty, pretty versatile guys in, you know, Najee Harris. And I just don't, I feel like Trubisky is not the option. If you're looking for something long term, especially, I, I think Pickett is the way to go. So I think it's a nice pick. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we head right back to Raj for the 21st pick. The New England Patriots are on the clock. With the 21st pick in the 2022 JSP mock draft, the New England Patriots select Daxton Hill Safety, Michigan. All right. I think that right now, 
safety is one of the bigger problems with New England. I mean, um, they've got a solid QB in Mac Jones. He's he's great. And with Stephon Gilmore gone from the Patriots, they're they're. I mean, he's a cornerback, but they're just in general their defense against wide receivers is kind of lacking right now. So I think that other than that, they have no huge gaping holes. I guess wide receiver could have been an option here, but I don't know. I think Daxon Hill is probably. I think he could be maybe like the second or third best safety in this draft class. So yeah, I won't. I went with Daxton Hill there. All right, I think it's a great Michigan pick. guy. Michigan, yes. I mean, Daxton Hill was very solid for us this uh, this past season. Him, you know, with Brad Dawkins, he kind—I think he kind of switched between DB and say he kind of played like a mixed role. But overall, great attributes, great player, and I'm—I love this pick. Love any Michigan pick, honestly. But <laughs> Neil. Oh yeah, oh, I agree. Michigan, I'm a Michigan guy. I love Daxon Hill. I think I also think this is a very good pick. I think um, the, the Patriots are definitely going to need a cornerback. They're going to need another one. But yeah, I honestly I think this is pretty much the perfect pick for them. I love Daxon Hill. The Patriots they haven't spent anything in free agency, much in free agency, and I think that cornerback's probably their biggest need. I think Bill Belichick's going to love this guy. I think he'll be he'll be solid there. Yeah, I do believe that, the Patriots lost a. JC, right? JC Jackson. Yeah, so, they did. Yeah, the Chargers. Yeah, yeah they oh, definitely need a cornerback. That's, that's definitely, you know, him. a hole they need to fill. But Jackson mm-hmm. Hill's still great. Yeah, he's he's a fantastic player. Raj, finish off the three-peat here. 22nd overall pick. The Green Bay Packers, Neil, are on the clock. Ooh, I... I don't know whether Neil's going to hate me. I think it's, I think mm-hmm. it's a good pick. I, I don't want to upset Neil, but... With the 22nd, or 22nd pick in the 2022 JSP mock draft, the Green Bay Packers select Traylon Burks, wide receiver, Arkansas. Yeah, okay. perfect pick. Okay, okay. I, 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 like got the, I got the confirmation from the, <laughs> from the Packers fan. All right. Maybe even next to Tom Grassi as the biggest Packers fan. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, they lost Devonta Adams. One of... I, in my opinion, I think he's the best receiver in the league. They lost him, and I, that's just a huge hole to fill. So, I mean, that's something that they need to address immediately. Um, actually, here, uh, actually, uh, here, Neil, could you fill in? What are the um, wide receivers in the Green Bay draft? All right, so we have Alan Lazard, number one. Okay, solid player. I think he's got some upside. He's all right. Yeah, he's all right. Um, number two, I believe we have. Uh, honestly, I'm not even. I don't even remember. Ooh, Who would that be? Is, is Randall, Randall Cobb? Cobb? Is Randall, Randall Cobb. Cobb we forgot him. Yeah, Randall Cobb oh. is there. Yeah, yeah. I think. Not yeah, really there. A... He's, he's just like a. He's a skeleton. He doesn't do much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just our wide receivers are atrocious. It's bad. Yeah. Bottom line, they need a wideout man, and that's, yeah, that's, you they have need to go that. that. It's it's not looking good in the wide receiver room right now, and I mean they got Aaron Jones. They they've got a, a great offense. I mean Aaron Jones, my personal favorite player in the league. You know, love him, love the man. Won me many fa- won me. Fancy fit championship once. So, yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers, Aaron, uh, Aaron Jones, they've got that great pair there. And I think this could be a solid pick in, my, in the wide receiver room. So, yep. I agree. Yeah, we, we just signed Sammy Watkins also, and we have Amari Rodgers. So we we have some decent receivers. Ooh. I think Sammy Watkins could be all right for us. But we definitely Ooh, they got, need to they got both. Of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but we we need another wide receiver. We need one. We need to give Aaron Rodgers help, please. Yeah. Let him. Aaron Rodgers can make any wide receiver work. We just need someone to get open. Like what? It's it's <laughs> insane how we haven't gotten Fun. one in so mm-hmm. long. If we don't get one, honestly, I'll just be lost. But I, Traylon Burks is probably the best player remaining in this draft so far. I I love him. I think he's great for Marquez. He's he's very fast. He's very he can get contested balls. He played in the SEC. I love it. We gotta gotta get a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. You need a wide receiver at this spot. So, mm-hmm. good pick, good pick. We'll move on to the twenty-third overall pick. Nate, the Arizona Cardinals are on the clock. All right, with the twenty-third pick in the two thousand twenty-two Just Sports Podcast mock draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Jordan Davis, defensive lineman out of Georgia. And, I mean, they're just laughing that this guy fell down. And, you know, really, this guy will terrorize any team. As somebody who had the pleasure of watching him in person uh, against the Michigan Wolverines, um, he's scary. He, he really is. 6'6", 340. I mean, he's going to come in. He's going to dominate. This is definitely a position they needed. They need line help. And he's going to do that for them. Yeah, there's no doubt he's a, he's a scary, dominant force when he's on the field. But a lot of people have issues. He's not on the field that much. His stamina, not the greatest, understandable. He's a big guy, but I think that's an issue. But I, when he's on the field, he's fantastic, no doubt. And really, his speed at his size is absolutely incredible. It's something we've really never seen before. So, yeah, I think this is a great pick for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, perfect uh, pick yeah. here. Oops, so. You can go rush. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. But, um, yeah, I just want to say, yeah, with like with JJ Watt right now, his status is kind of up in the air. He said he might return. Maybe he won't if he can't really contribute. I think losing him, even though he may have been a little bit on the older side, he was still a great player. So they got to fill that defensive line role. And yeah, I think it's a great pick. Yeah, they they just lost Chandler Jones too to the Raiders, so their their D line is solid as JJ Watt. But I think adding Jordan Davis it makes this pass rush basically as good as it was last year, which is amazing. So I think I think this is definitely the perfect pick. Absolutely. Well, Nate, you're right back on the clock with the 24th pick. The Dallas Cowboys are on the clock with the 24th pick in the 2022. Just Sports Podcast, Mock Draft, the Dallas Cowboys select Kenyon Green, offensive guard, Texas A&M. Look, this is another very solid offensive lineman. I know they've had some departures this year. Another big guy, 6'3", 320. Um, And really, you know, he's another SEC guy that's just going to come out and, and fill some of those holes for that team. You know, maybe get Zeke's production back up again. Uh and just kind of, you know, help that team out to be a team that a lot of teams expect, a lot of people expect it to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dallas, they don't have gaping holes on their team, I would say, but their offensive line is getting older, and with the departures, I think this is a very solid pick for sure. And also, you know, hometown, you know, Texas A&M to Dallas is also an added bonus, I guess you could say. Yeah, especially Layla Collins just left them. I think they definitely do actually have a hole in their line. I think they they 100% have to go a line here. I think this is a good pick. I like it a lot. Okay. We're going to move on to the 25th pick, Neil. The Buffalo Bills are on the clock. 
with the 25th pick in the JSP, uh, 2022 JSP mock draft, the Buffalo Bills select Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback from Clemson. So, this Bills team is absolutely loaded. I honestly, there's not many weak points for them, other than maybe maybe running back, which they'll, they'll get in later rounds. And um, Tredavious White is coming off an ACL tear. They don't really have a, a solid, developed cornerback, um, too. I think that getting a guy like Booth, who is very solid at Clemson, he, he had some flaws. You know, he got burnt a little bit, but I think those are some flaws that can be fixed with a great NFL coach and a great NFL team. And especially with Tredavious um, White next to him, I think he could blossom with that defense. I like this pick. I like this pick. Like you said, the Bills are absolutely stacked. They don't necessarily need a position. A running back, you could argue, Singletary and Moss is kind of running back by committee. So I think getting a big name guy, maybe K9 and Brees Hall, if they fall, would be huge. But yeah, this is, is a very, very solid pick. I do like Booth. I think he, with the right coaching, can become one of the best corners in the NFL. We just saw his buddy, AJ Terrell from Clemson, have an outstanding season. So I think. Andrew Booth Jr. can also make that jump. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt that the, the Bills needed a corner here, and I think this guy's very solid. You know, Booth will, you know, really kind of fill that hole, maybe help him get, get over the hump that they call the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs, um, and, you know, really establish this team as a team that could go to the Super Bowl. Uh, this, this helps out a lot. Absolutely. Well, Raj. You are on the clock with the 26th overall, 26th overall pick. The Tennessee Titans are on the clock. With the 26th overall pick in the 2022 JSP mock draft, the Tennessee Titans select Zion Johnson, Boston College offensive line. Now, a lot of people I know have been doubting Ryan Tanhill, but I am a Ryan Tanhill believer. Okay, I think that with the right protection and with the right receivers, Tannehill can be a very good quarterback, right? Um, and no. I, yes, no. I do. I believe. I think Tannehill still's good. He's got a, a few years left in him. All right. I if love he him. can't do it with AJ Brown, I don't know, man. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Julio Jones okay. and Derrick Henry. Got a solid wide receiver room right now. AJ Brown and Robert Woods. Robert Woods coming off the ACL tear could be a question mark, but I think that he'll have enough time to recover. I think that with if he has more protection, Ryan Tannehill could be a great pocket passer. And people really underestimate rushing ability. Okay, Ryan Tannehill is like a sneaky quarterback. He can get rip off like 10, 15 yard gains out of nowhere. People really underestimate that about him. So I think that to get some protection for Ryan Tannehill and with a very good wide receiver room, even after Julio left, which he was kind of kind of buns. But, you know, I think that it's a solid pick. Okay, well, first, yeah, it's a solid pick. But just to call you out on something, you said Tannehill could be a solid pocket passer. No, Tannehill is not a solid pocket passer. Tannehill is a West Coast-style quarterback. Get outside the hash marks and make plays. And they run like sweeps and pitches, whatever, but they also like to run it down with Henry. But Tannehill, he does not have the ability to be a solid pocket passer. We saw yeah, him I try to do that against Cincinnati, and he was he was no good. So I think yes, it's a solid pick to get protection. Could they gone it? Could they have gone it? Could you? Sorry, have gone in a different direction? Yes. But I just just a little thing about Tannehill. But yeah, yeah, very solid pick. Very solid yeah, pick. I, yeah, I think I might have misspoken there, but I still do think that. 
his rushing up upside is pretty good. So, you know, yeah. Tannehill, yes, yes. Yeah, I agree with this pick, but I also want to just trash on Tannehill. I think he sucks. I, he's literally the reason they lost against the Bengals. No. He pretty much did nothing all year. I mean, he, he threw three picks. Come on. He did not do that well. Like, he had a good year last year, but, I mean, come on. I feel like it's time. Maybe don't move on, but, you know, it's time to start looking at other guys in I Tennessee. Mean, yeah, but the thing is that Julio was kind of like a, just a tear. Like, he, was, he did not do anything last year. And I, I mean, it could you could say it's Ryan's fault, but Julio, Julio also is pretty old. And AJ Brown was dealing with injuries all year last year, so I think that it was just kind of, it could have, it, it is on Tanhill, but I think that it, if he has enough protection, I think he could be pretty good QB. All right, that's I, I might be biased, but I think I think so. Yeah, all right, just watch. Look, bottom line, Tannehill's got one year left to make it right, or I I really think they start looking at other options and they they're gonna try and get something else because, uh, I mean. Tannehill can probably be a starter in the NFL for maybe a couple more years, but if you've got all these guys around him, I mean, you've got Derrick Henry, you've got A.J. Brown, and you're telling me you're not able to, to you know, get very as far as you should be in the playoffs, you've got to get rid of him. That's what i got to say. Yeah, I agree. Well, we'll move on to the 27th overall pick, which is held by me. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on the clock. With the 27th pick in the 2022 JSP NFL Mock Draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Jalen Petrie, safety from Baylor. This is a very solid Buccaneers team. They got Brady back. They got a lot of other guys back, too. Yes, they lost some guys on the offensive line. Could I have gone that way? For sure. For sure. They lost They lost uh, Ali Marpet, and they lost um, the their center, I'm blanking on his name right now, but it's the guy with the long hair. Uh, it'll come to me. But they also need defensive backs. They lost the – you could argue they lost their divisional round game last year because of their secondary, and I think that's a very fair argument, that they got burnt time in and time out in that game. So I think addressing that issue is top priority right now for Tampa Bay. And Petrie is absolutely fantastic. He's an extremely intelligent Safety. That's what really stands out when you watch him play. And I think that would be perfect for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You put him back there with Antoine Winfield. That's a great, great duo. He adds intelligence into that secondary, which is what they need. So Jalen Petrie to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think there are some other options uh, at the safety position. I mean, you still got some other guys that you could be looking at, like the Florida Guy, I'm not going to try and say his name. Um, but, uh, or the Georgia Louisine, Louisine, I don't know. Um, at the same time, the Bucks are very solid, uh, especially offensively. I don't really think they've got any issues there. So, definitely going for a defensive pick here is the right choice. I, I'll say I like Petrie. I think he's good. I think he'll be solid for the Buccaneers, but I don't know if defensive back is where they really need to go. I think that uh, they could definitely bolster their whole line and their D-line. I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I like it, but I feel like they have enough depth at that position to kind of to keep them solid for a while. Absolutely. Oh, uh, Raj. So before, oh, or, or, yes. before we go, uh, I was just wondering, what was the 25th pick, 25th pick again? I think I missed that one. Andrew Booth Jr. went to the Bills. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Raj, you're on the clock with the 28th overall pick. 
The Green Bay Packers are on the Ooh. clock again. Well, let's hope I please the Packers fan one more time. Uh, with the 20, uh, wait, what is it again? 28th pick in the JSP 2022 mock draft. The Green Bay Packers select Nicobe Dean, Georgia linebacker. Now, I think, yeah, you could argue you could go wide receiver again here. I think that would be also an okay pick. Uh, again, they have a really weak receiving room. But I think Nicobe Dean, I think I, I feel like he's fallen pretty far. I mean, I don't know. I feel like he probably could have been drafted, you know, like five, six spots before this. So I think it's just a steal right there. And, I mean, I don't know. I think he'll add to the defense. Uh, I, let's see if I got the pick right, Neil. I think it's a pretty solid pick, honestly. I mean, I'd say linebacker is a pretty secure position. I mean, we got Rashawn Gary, who's becoming a stud. We've got Preston Smith, who's had a really good year last year. And we have, I mean, a first-team All-Pro in um, Devondre Campbell, who we brought in last year. But I think the Kobe Dean falling that far, I, I don't think it's a bad pick because I don't think the Packers have too many weak spots. Other than maybe selecting an O-line, I think, I think that's a very good pick, yeah. Yeah, and Nicobe Dean, while he's not going high in a lot of drafts and he did not go high in this draft, he could very, very well be the best player out of this draft. He plays with such a high motor. He's so intelligent. He's so explosive from the linebacker position. I actually, I love Nicobe Dean. He didn't necessarily fit into any of my picks, but I was definitely looking to draft him if the opportunity came. But yeah, I, I love Nicobe Dean. He's fantastic. Yeah, another one of those Georgia guys that um, I really wish didn't do so good against us, us being Michigan. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he really brought that whole defense together. He's what made it run. And, I mean, I'm getting Michael Parsons deja vu in terms of production out of this guy. I mean, this is just something that, you know, I see going into the – he's a future guy, no doubt, just no doubt. Absolutely. Neil, two back-to-back picks here for the Chiefs, but we're going to go to the 29th first. Kansas City is on the clock. With the 29th pick in the 2022 JSP mock draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select Christian Watson, wide receiver from North Dakota State. So I know. I know what you guys are saying. You guys are saying you guys definitely think there's better wide receivers on the board for them, right? I think it's... I'm pretty sure Chris Olave is still there, right? But no, um, no, no, he's not. Alavi, oh, he's not. Okay. I took Olave. Uh, okay, I don't remember that. But there, you guys are definitely. I mean, people are thinking there's better wide receivers. I mean, Christian Watson, really. I've watched Watson's film on this guy. Good. I'm not gonna lie. I've watched film on this guy for the Packers. This guy is a stud. This he has. He I think he he can fill that Tyreek hole or Debo Samuel rule even better than they did. He's an absolute, he's a he's a gigantic body. I don't know Zach height. He's huge. He dominated the FCS. I know you're saying FCS, and with um, uh, with with how their competition is. But uh, watching film on this guy, he, he he's so fast and so explosive. I think the Chiefs can make such good use of him, especially in Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes-led offense. That's all I got. Yeah. I like it. They get a big body on the outside. Not necessarily something they have. They have Hardman. They have Kelsey as a big body, but MVS well, also. Yeah, MVS. But I think this is a very solid pick. Uh, other guys, yeah, you could go Sky Moore from, um, uh-huh. and uh, the you know some other ones pop to mind as well. But yeah, very very solid pick. The question is, from North Dakota State, 
we saw Trey Lance make that transition, and it wasn't necessarily the smoothest ever because he's not playing, you know, D1 football. He's playing North Dakota State football. Neil, is, are there any concerns there? Do you think he'll just be able to jump right away? You know, I think there definitely are some concerns, but, like, watching the highlights, man, he's taking jet sweeps and outrunning everyone on their defense. Obviously, they're not the strongest defenses, but he's, he's just, he looks so good. I love this guy. He's amazing. I mean, you cite the small school issue, and I agree. I mean, we stated the problems about Trey Lance, and I think there's other guys on the board. If you're going to go wide receiver, which I do think they need, um, I, you know, Dotson out of Penn State, I mean, you're talking about a guy that literally carried the offense on his back for Penn State and just kind of, you know, propelled them. And he's doing the same thing. He's doing, uh, you know, little trickery plays, and he's making the big plays downfield. Um, the, you know, I just don't trust it. I don't trust it at 29. Mm. Okay. Very good take. Very good take. Neil, right back on the clock with the 30th overall pick. The Kansas City Chiefs are on the clock. With the 30th pick, the 2022 JSP mock draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select Devontae Wyatt, a defensive lineman from Georgia. I love Wyatt. I think he's a very good um, pass rusher. Georgia. I think that the Chiefs need a pass rusher, obviously losing a, a good amount of key pieces there. And I just think he, I mean, this guy, he, that Georgia defense, everyone on there could honestly be a first or second round pick. They, they were amazing. I think Wyatt, he had a great um, senior bowl. I know he's been rising up draft stocks. I think he can fit that Kansas City defense really well. Great pick. Great pick. A round of applause. Yes. I do think they need a defensive line out there. And Kansas City, I think there are two holes. Yes, corner, D-line, wide receiver. You got the wide receiver, so now you get the D-line. I think it's a very solid pick. And Wyatt is a very good football player, for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a – I'll go real quick. I mean, this is a guy you could argue fell a little bit, um, and I agree totally. They need somebody on the D-line, so good pick. Go ahead, Roger. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I want to say, yeah, I think, yeah, D-line is definitely something they need. I mean, they've got the high-flying offense. They did lose Tyreek Hill, but still got Patty Mahomes on the offense. And, I mean, against the Bills, uh, it, they it almost it, it went down to the wire. And just their defense could not hold Josh Allen at all. There was no pressure on him usually. And I think that getting, yeah, some pressure on the opposing QB, kind of slowing down the defense a little bit is just going to be really important for them next year. Absolutely. Nate, your final pick, the 31st overall pick, the Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. With the 31st pick in the 2022 Just Sports Podcast mock draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Tyler Smith, tackle Tulsa. Um, the reality is, if the Bengals did not select an offensive lineman here, I think the entire city of Cincinnati would go up into flames. Um, there's some great guys on the board. Uh, you know, Ojabo, great. You know, would look great. Uh, but it's not something they totally need. And, you know, an O-lineman is definitely something they do. I mean, you look at the Super Bowl, and that's arguably what cost them um, was that maybe Eli Apple, too. Uh, <laughs> so I just think... A lot of good guys came off the board there kind of late. You know, I know a lot of them said they were going to look at uh, Tyler Lindbaum or, you know, maybe somebody like Zion Johnson. So 
maybe a little bit of a reach, and I'm okay. I think they're okay with that, knowing that they got an O lineman that's going to be pretty solid. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Cincinnati would go up in flames if they didn't pick a O lineman there, and that brings you back to last year. They took Chase when they could have got Sewell, but that I mean, Chase is arguably the best player in that class. So I, I don't think you need to be mad about that at yeah. all. Cincinnati Chase was a fantastic pick, and now. Yes, you need to bolster the offensive line. And if they do, they're Super Bowl contenders once again. So, yeah, fantastic pick. Yeah, I, I agree. I think this is just, like, the correct pick to make here. I mean, yeah, as you said, Chase, I think they, they – just because he's so good, they kind of dodged the bullet there. But this year, I think they absolutely need offensive line. Joe Shiesty, the best – one of the I think one of the better QBs. Um, definitely one of the best young QBs. So, they just need to protect him and – with that extra protection, he can just launch it even farther to Jamar Chase next year. So, yep. I'm, I'm actually going to say something. I think that the Bengals actually, in free agency, pretty much fixed all their O-line problems. They, they not all, pretty much all of them, I'd say. They signed Lael Collins, who's a stud. Alex Kappa, another offensive guard, who's very solid. And Ted Karras, I think, who I think that almost pretty much fixes pretty much all the problems, honestly. And I think with those fixes, I think cornerback is honestly the biggest need right now. And there's a couple guys left there. I know there's Kair Elam. And, um, but, I mean, I, I definitely don't think it's a bad pick. I think that, I mean, Cincinnati would love to see another O-lineman. But I think that their O-line is actually very solid right now. Yeah, the only, the only counterpoint I have to that is, you know, you mentioned three offensive linemen. The Cincinnati Bengals needed five. So, you know, they still got two holes to fill, and he's going to be one of them. That's true. And the final pick in this mock draft, Raj got us started, and Neil is going to close us with the 32nd pick. The Detroit Lions are on the clock. With the 32nd pick in the 2022 JSP mock draft, the Detroit Lions select... Malik Willis, quarterback, Liberty. Oh my now, goodness! Now, now, I'm one of the I'm one of the people that think that the Lions probably should wait for next year on a quarterback. However, with Malik Willis falling this far, and his, I mean, I think this guy is definitely a first round talent in most drafts. I think he's the most talented quarterback in this draft. I think he's maybe better, just as good or better as any quarterback they're going to be getting next year or a year after that. I love Malik Willis. You see his pro day, his arm talent, his athleticism. He has it all. I think that starting to develop a quarterback sooner than later would be very good for the Lions. Jared Goff obviously isn't the answer. And I think they have the weapons for him to succeed immediately. Um, did Malik Willis fall to 32 or are people overhyping him no, no, he fell I think they're overhyping him and I'm not saying look I agree Jared Goff's not the answer as a Lions fan um but honestly you know you said that the Lions have the pieces around Malik Willis to make him good I don't know what pieces you're talking about um I'm on Ross St. Brown Amon Ross St. Brown. Okay, Debo Samuel on the way. Really? <laughs> I think Amon Ross. If Debo comes, it's a whole different story. But let's just say that's, that's not going to happen. But if it does, I'll be shocked. But um, I don't know. I, I question the small school stuff. I, you know, Liberty, like, you know, it's a big – NFL is a big stage. Ford Field, I mean, it's a big step up. And if you're saying, oh, we're going to 
we trust him right now. You know, he's got the pieces. Let's throw him in week one. Uh, I don't think that works out well. Maybe not week one, but have him have him observe, have him get ready. I think. I mean, who? What? What quarterback? I mean, I think the Lions will be a definitely a better team this year. What quarterback do you think they'll get maybe next year that would be better than Malik Willis? Maybe Bryce Young, but I think Bryce Young. Will yeah, I was about to say Bryce Young for their I mean, pick. Well, what do you think? I mean, if you ask me, the Lions are still going to have top five pick. So I mean, maybe we'll, we'll see. I think Dan Campbell will get him get him pretty high, honestly. Um, get him a decent. Probably fake punts or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Malik Willis is solid, but he's nowhere near any quarterback prospect we saw in the first round last year. To be quite honest with you, and. Everyone's talking about, oh, look at his pro day. He's making these insane throws. Listen, man, if you look at almost any quarterback's pro day, they make insane throws. Mm-hmm. They're inside in a training facility with no pads on. If you're a D1 collegiate quarterback that's being considered for the first round, you should be able to make throws like that. That is the norm in the NFL nowadays. So do not buy into the hype around all these pro days. They don't matter. He's like, and no pass. Know, insane, or insane running throws. Like they don't matter. I was he gonna do an Aaron Donald's run at him. Exactly. That's exactly. I mean, and it's a whole different ball it's, it's clearly different. So I could. I don't. I think it's really unrealistic to see a, no quarterbacks in the first round. But I feel like that maybe should be how it. I think that's how it should be. To be quite honest. I mean, that's oh, that's a big big take. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to add, I feel like, I don't know, the Lions, I feel like one huge position is safety, and is Luis Cine, or Sine, or however you pronounce it, is he still on the board? He is still on the board. I feel like that could have been a huge pick right here. I mean, safety is one of their biggest, they've got a lot of holes, but I think safety is one of the things that they could have fulfilled, so I don't know, I just, I think safety could have been probably a better pick, but, you know. Well, Very much so an intriguing pick to end up the mock draft. Guys, give yourself a pat on the back. We have done it, and it was a fantastic mock draft. Raj got it kicked off with a shocking first overall pick. I I stand by it. More like terrible. We'll see how it pans out. But, guys, thank you so much, Nate, Neil, Raj. Charlie, who left us after his 13th pick. (laughs) He didn't have any left, but... um, he was out, but yeah, thank you to all you guys. It was fantastic. Couldn't, couldn't have done it without you, so I, I appreciate you guys very much. Thank you for having us on the show. Yeah, it was a I great, pleasure. great time. Yeah, yeah you know, maybe I'll be back for a round two. We'll see, but oh. I would love to. Oh, oh. oh my. Perhaps, perhaps. Maybe. Everyone, you've been listening to the second annual Joe Sports Podcast NFL Mock Draft. Thank you all for listening. Go follow us on Instagram at Just Sports Pod, and we post lots of cool stuff on there, so you'll definitely want to go check that out. Go listen to our other episodes. They're all fantastic. And that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you all for listening to the Just Sports Podcast 2022 NFL Mock Draft. I'm your host, Will Gardner, signing off. <laughs>